everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're really excited to be here to talk again to one of our favorite hall stars. We haven't talked to her for since 2018. Crazy. Uh, but we have Lila Fitzgerald is here and I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Jess is here. Hey everybody. Yes. And Lila, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Thank you so much for having me again. I'm so excited. Yeah. So you're safe and you're, you're, uh, you're quarantined uh, up there in Canada. Oh yeah. Practicing some good social distancing, making <laughs> sure I'm using a lot of hand sanitizer. <laughs> That's good. Are you able to do some of your dance and stuff like that there, there I, at your house? It's good. Actually, a lot of dancers now are doing live stream classes over Instagram, so I'm able to do a lot of those. I don't have much room. I keep hitting the light in our kitchen, <laughs> um, but, you know, it's something. Yeah, something. <laughs> going it's crazy. good. It's good because you get to take classes from, like, really amazing industry professionals like Tyler Peck, Isabella Ballston, all of those people, so it's amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's good. I, I mean, like, are, are we doing these things to be helpful or to keep us from not going crazy? I think probably a combination <laughs> of the two. Yeah, a little of both. I think, I think both kind of veering a bit more towards not going crazy. <laughs> yeah. but <both>. right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yes. So we, we didn't talk to you all of last year, which was too long. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, so what was a highlight of 2019 for you? Like highlight of 2019. Hmm. I think probably 2019 I started getting more into musical theater. Oh. Training more for that, doing, um, you know, a show that I'm not sure if is going to go on anymore. Yeah. But, you know, I've been working more on that. We're doing Legally Blonde, the musical. So that's Ooh, pretty fun. That's really exciting. Trying to become a <laughs> full triple threat instead of just oh I like singing I like acting I like dancing trying to put them all together yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just the whole package <laughs> well <Real>. hopefully <laughs> so was that just with your high school or with this theater pro- uh, it's, it's with the performing arts school uh Lindbergh Academy out in Coquitlam actually that's great that's exciting yeah, it's really fun. yeah so I think you turned 16 this year is that correct I turned, I turned 17 in June. Oh, in June. Okay. But I'm still 16 as of right now. <laughs> so you got your, did you get your driver's license or did you hold off? I, I have my driver's license. I've kind of put off the driving lessons. Um, <laughs> big vehicles scare me. I have to move the seat so far forward to be able to reach the pedals and see yeah. everything. Um, but I'm doing better. I'm getting a bit better at parking. If I'm able to like pull through a spot I'm totally fine Uh if I have to just pull in between the lines it gets a little iffy and I haven't even attempted parallel parking yet (laughs) but you know I'm getting there but you were able to pass the the license test I passed the license test yeah I did I did really well on the test I studied for a long time for that Mm -hmm. oh so you have the the written part done but you don't have the or do they not do that in Canada uh they i have to do my um how it works in Canada is you do your written test and you get your l and then you're just allowed to go out on the road and drive as long as you have someone over the 20, age of 25 who is licensed with you and then your next step after a year you get your n and then you can drive by yourself oh. and you have to do a road test mm. for that 
so it's kind of like a per it's more like a permit kind of here so they yeah you have to have a licensed driver yeah yeah i don't i don't blame you at all i waited uh, i didn't get my full full license until i was uh 17 as well so i think uh i i don't know i mean it's nice you can you as soon as you get your full license your parents just want you to do all their kind of chores and, and get stuff for them things like that so you might as well wait yeah maybe, maybe i will hold off now yeah <laughs> you'll see can you go to the market can you go to the can you pick up this at the pharmacy for me uh but uh but yeah i i waited until i was 17 just because i was so busy and i'm not uh, it was hard for me to learn how to drive uh, i mean it's it's all well and good when you're taking the test and you're reading the book. You're like, okay, I understand this. And then you get on the road and there's other cars and you're like, what if they do the wrong thing? And then you just start psyching yourself out. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I think it's hard too, because like when you're doing your driving test, you're in a car you're not familiar with. Like I remember I was driving once with one of my instructors and it started raining and I didn't know where the windshield wipers were on that car. I'm just like, Ah, I don't, I'm freaking out. <laughs> I am so grateful now they let you take the test in your own car. Yeah. Oh, they do? So okay. They do. At least here they do. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be good. Because I think if I had to use a car I wasn't used to, I'd be like, okay, this is not going to go well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was lucky too. They, in uh, Maryland, where I got my license, uh, they, it's out on a track. It's not out in the, oh. I think that would be a lot scarier to be out on the regular road. I just, I just don't want to do it with like a straight, with my mom in the car helping me. I'm like, okay, I'm good. As soon as I yeah. get into the stranger and they're just watching me for mistakes, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I swear I don't usually drive like this. I'm just anxious. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I, there's just so many things to keep track of, you know, when you're driving. Oh, yeah. I, that's part of the challenge of it uh is uh, kind of multitasking all the different parts at the same time i when i was uh when i was doing going to driver's ed i made the mistake of signing up for one lesson of uh stick shift uh and <laughs> manual and it was it was it was rough it was rough going and it, and we were going really slow because i just was struggling and i look back in my rearview mirror and uh and my one of my teachers from church was was right behind me and he, he and his his daughters were cracking up laughing oh, i don't i don't even want to think about attempting to drive a stick that would be way out of my league like yeah so far out of what i can do it was pretty ambitious on my part i think too i don't think i, should, I don't think i should have that's for sure but uh but anyway it is it, it was funny i always remember them looking at and laughing <laughs> I, I was trying um, but uh so i how is aside from this uh this craziness uh how in general is your ballet going for you it's really good yeah i'm i'm definitely still trying to advance, still trying to get flexible because that's always my struggle is the making sure I stretch every day, but it's going really well. I'm trying to really work on the artistry and letting go of like, if I'm not 100% perfect on everything and just embrace that, you know, like the acting side of it and the heart in it will, you know, if I fumble one move, I don't have to, you know, freak out and beat myself down, especially if I'm just in class. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of going to class is you, you yeah. mm-hmm. is you're supposed to make mistakes and, and make it better. It doesn't have to be perfect. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. the point of ballet, you're always striving for, for, for perfection while knowing that it's not achievable. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and the, there's beauty in the, uh, in the imperfections too, I think. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although one time, one time I went to see the, the, the ballet company here in Utah is ballet West is really amazing, but oh, yeah. it's very I'm expensive very for the, for the nutcracker. It's like a hundred dollars. It's, it's a lot and, uh, and <laughs> well worth it. But, but anyway, and so one, one year my friends and I decided we're going to go to this other place uh, that was like, sounded like Ballet West, but it wasn't Ballet West. I forget what the name was. And it was really cheap. It was like $15. That should have been our first hint. <laughs> it was, it, it was really uh, like some kind of daredevil routine because every time the, any of the, any of the uh, dancers got lifted, I was scared for their lives because it was so <laughs> shaky and it was so like, oh, oh my gosh. It's so <laughs> when you can see that on stage, even just like when she's like just in an arabesque, just holding his hand and the guy's hand is just yeah. shaking uncontrollably and their arms are just going a mile a minute. You're like, what's going to happen here? Come down off point. Yeah. And so we just started laughing at a certain point because it was so ridiculous and and, uh, and my friend was like see that was way way more entertaining <laughs> i mean it definitely it probably would be more entertaining yeah, yeah. I mean, that's right the guys have to have is oh, oh i mean yeah. it was more I can't even imagine <laughs> yeah more death defying that's for sure yeah. <laughs> it was so i was curious do you have a favorite dance movie there's so many movies about dance and my, my favorite dance movie is dirty dancing uh, good choice Classic, yeah. yes. oh <laughs> God, like, i love it it's romantic mm-hmm. and it's pretty real like it gets it it's pretty I mean, it's a real coming of age story mm-hmm. it's really good I, the like class division and all of that i love it mm-hmm Mm-hmm. yeah and and just her helping her friends and oh, and uh, it's 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 a good choice i approve yeah it's really really good all right very good so i uh, let's talk about the uh daro daro body of evidence okay and <laughs> Uh, and we hope we get, I know everything is kind of stalled, but we hope we get uh, Daro and Daro in 2020, fingers crossed, yes. uh, <laughs> you know, for something. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> with uh, Body of Evidence, uh, that was, I believe, the one where Luce uh, plays, starts, wants to play baseball. Is that right? And her coach. Um, and I think, Oh, I always mess up on their names. I think body of evidence <laughs> one sec let me just make sure i always think of them as darren darrow one darren darrow two. <laughs> i think key of love was the baseball one because i just watched body of evidence last night and oh, yeah. that was the one where um 
you jump rope a lot. Oh, okay, yeah, that was the jump rope one. I thought somebody didn't want to say, oh, that's the jump rope one. And then, <laughs> yeah, no, that was the jumping rope one. That one, oh. So I could not jump rope. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought, you know, six year olds jump rope. So every time before I go on a set, I make sure I 100% know what I'm doing. I don't have to sweat anything. Um, except for, you know, the anxiety of like, oh, I'm on set, I want to do well. And then I got there and I had to jump rope. And so, you know, I, it was in the middle of, um, my Joffrey Ballet summer intensive. I left partway through that, came back, filmed Nero Nero, and then went back to Joffrey. So I just like flown in and I was tired, but I was like ready to get going. I was so excited. And I showed up on set and they handed me a skip rope. And that's when everyone found out Lila Fitzgerald does not know how to jump rope, myself <laughs> included. I didn't know that I couldn't skip rope. So then I had pretty much just them setting up the shot to figure out how to jump rope. And it was everyone on set coming up and like trying to help. And it almost became like, okay, I, I'm going to be the one that helps Lila figure it out. Um, and, you know, I was terrible at it. No one could. No one could help me. They're like, you know, you don't have to point. I was doing little ballet jumps. They're like, you don't have to jump that high. You don't have to point your feet. And I was like, I don't know how to. That's so. <laughs> and I was moving my arms like all the way around and like trying to like kick my butt, and it was crazy. But I got it in time for the shot. It was not as good as the other people because for you know the back the background workers they had the like you know, special skill in jumping rope. And yet I was supposed to be the one that lasted longer than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, they probably <laughs> thought. To jump in between each jump to like yeah. keep my timing. And they're just like whipping it around. And then slowly the idiot is telling like, okay, you stop. Okay, you stop while I'm still doing my little like. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the movie magic made it look okay. I was kind of nervous watching that thing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to look real bad in this one. But yeah. You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell at all. <laughs> I would have had no idea you couldn't jump rope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they probably thought, oh, this will be a breeze compared to this ballet stuff that she's doing. Well, <laughs> it's that's not. actually what was so funny about my um, in Legally Blonde, what I got cast as a character, Brooke Wyndham, who has a huge opening of Act Two number that she's the lead in, and it's a jump rope number. Mm -hmm. So it's choreography with <laughs> jump ropes. So it's like each time I go to do something, someone throws a jump rope at me just to like <laughs> make sure I'm I I can't fully do it. <laughs> but That's now funny. I can jump rope. <laughs> because I, I think it. I think the reason why I got confused in, in looking at it is that I think your coach is still in, is still in this one dating he is yeah joanna he yeah forms a relationship with joanna mm -hmm. so i think that's why i got confused but uh but uh <laughs> that's funny uh it, it just must be fun when you can get back with the whole the whole crew have you still not met tom cavanagh yet i finally met tom <laughs> i met him in the most recent one um before, and i it was i only met him once <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> one scene the end party scene that was the first day of that was my first day on the set for that movie 
Um, and they have pretty much the entire cast in there. That was beast to film because the director had to move all these moving parts and then all the cameras had to get all the angles. Incredible. But I managed to like, it was a brief meeting. But I managed to actually shake his hand and say, hi, nice to meet you. That's so funny. You're like, I've, I've heard a lot about you. Yeah. Hey, finally. <laughs> We've only been co-stars in a series yeah. for like three years. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's true. That was probably the first scene that you two were like in the same shot. <laughs> it was. And not only that, we've never had like the same days together. We were never on the same sets together because I was like either like at school or I was like at the house or doing something with mom and grandma and he was usually courtroom and all of that stuff and we never really mingled in the office until now and I was like finally. Yeah that's that's funny well I'm glad you got to meet him. <laughs> uh, so I'm curious do you think personally do you think that Joanna's out of line in dating in dating Lou's coach. Like if your grandma started dating one of your one of your ballet teachers, yeah. would you be irritated <laughs> about that? I might be a little bit uncomfortable, but I think Lou, honestly, in my opinion, would love if Coach and Joanna like one hundred percent like fully were officially together. She loves her coach. She loves her nana. She definitely if if Nana is into this, she is 100% behind her grandma. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, it could be a, a, a little awkward. <laughs> it's like, because you don't want it to appear as favoritism or anything like that. So. Yeah, it might get a little uncomfortable at first, but I think she'd, she'd eventually settle into it and just, he's taking on a new role in her life. And Yeah, so uh, the, the, the most recent one, uh, I believe it's the one where uh, the, um, uh, the, what is it, witness to murder, uh, where you talk about running for president. Yes. <laughs> uh, for class president. And so it made me wonder, have you ever run for student body anything? I mean, I haven't been able to run for student body because I've been homeschooled. Mm -hmm. I haven't, I mean, I guess I technically am the student council yeah. <laughs> and the president um technically i'm all of it but i don't know if i would if i was in a school i feel like it seems like something that would have a lot more paperwork than i'd be in. <laughs> well they would always whenever anybody would run for anything in my high school they would always promise off-campus lunch that was the big that supposedly they were going to get and and maybe sometimes someone would say we're going to get a new vending machine so th those were those were the big promises that you know, they would never get we never got off-campus lunch <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you more vegetables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the big pie in the sky. The dream of all of Middletown High School was to have off-campus. <laughs> and the yeah. cafeteria food was not great. No, uh, and well, it's funny because now looking back on it, I'm sure like Michelle Obama would be horrified yeah. by our school lunch <laughs> because I remember you could just get French fries if you wanted. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't we didn't have any healthy options back I, then. <laughs> I don't know why we wanted to get off campus lunch so badly. I think we just all kind of didn't like being at school and just we wanted to leave. Um, 
but uh but yeah uh they like it was always sort of the main meal was disgusting <laughs> like ew gross but then they had uh usually had either a chicken sandwich or burger that was like the another option or you could just get french fries <laughs> no, I probably would have would be one of the people just getting French fries. Like, yeah. I mean, you're a kid, you know. You're like, yeah, just bring on the French fries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's bad. Like for that, it's like the uh, if you get if you got chocolate milk with your lunch, you're like, I'm making good choice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then I remember they always had uh, peanut butter and jelly you could get. Yeah. they were usually really cold and like the the um the peanut butter was like rock hard it was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't know yeah so you're not missing out yeah. too much oh I, you know i think i'll skip the rock hard peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right the homeschool sounds really appealing right now <laughs> you know, it, it, it has its perks it definitely has its perks <laughs> Sometimes there was pizza or that. Oh, that <laughs> another <was> healthy choice. <laughs> but I don't know. Did you, Jess, did you ever get hot lunch? Or were you yeah. Uh, well, it was like 50 50. So I went to really, I'm from really small towns. So I went to small private schools and um, we only had like one option. We didn't have, there was no like A or B choice. There's just, this is the main entree. Here's a, a fruit cup and whatever. Um, <laughs> but I was about 50 50. Some of it was, yeah. was decent and some of it was just disgusting. But yeah. <laughs> I was always so envious of my friends who did the bag lunch because my, my mom had a baby when I was a freshman in high school. Oh. So they were a little busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, little. a little busy. A little bit of time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I, I, they just, didn't have time to make me lunch and and so i was got hot lunch and and sometimes hot breakfast and that was the breakfast was actually pretty delicious but uh but <laughs> i would see because people would swap their stuff from their bag lunch oh and uh and, and and my dad always felt like it was so absurd that you would pay more to have something in a cute little cup or a juice box or something like that he was he, that always just like just put it in a small bag like why why would you pay more to have it individually packaged right that was <laughs> he, he he couldn't deal with that <laughs> and with six kids like you can't you know you got to be pretty thrifty yeah. and uh, <laughs> anyway and so i always was looked at it was such envy and especially the big like coup de gras was if somebody got a lunchable that was they, uh, they were living that was the high life it was the best of all lunches it and, really was and now you look back and like oh that's so gross <laughs> no. but even now every once in a while if i just want to like really relax and be like ah oh, I'll, I'll buy a lunchable and just eat it <laughs> there's something kind of there's something kind of escapist about it, I enjoy it. but uh yeah so anyway the the things you miss lila Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, all French fries. <laughs> and um, the peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, and rock hard peanut butter. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, if you, if you had a, uh, what would be your, uh, if you were going to run for, if you was going to be Lila Fitzgerald for president, what is, what is like the number one thing you would want to kind of, 
not to get into politics too much, but one thing you'd want to like try to fix? I think I'd probably go after bullying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty hard thing to fix. But you know, if you're gonna try to make a difference in the school system, that's something that definitely comes into play way too much. Yeah, and you know, something that you can't really fight as much is the bullying that teachers sometimes do to students. Mm-hmm. You know, like disabled students or students that are just like not picking it up as fast and then teachers will just make a little comment about them, kind of try to be the almost like join in with the rest of the class, like the teacher and the rest of the class are peers and try to make the class like the teacher more by making fun of one of the students I know that's happened sometimes or you know that kind of thing and just the bullying that goes on interpersonally I think that's something that really needs yeah more adjustment than just posters in the hallway yeah that's not quite as good as off-campus lunch but it's <laughs> yeah school <laughs> dances would be pretty good that's that I'm like oh, I haven't been to school so I don't get a prom yeah. but no that that's no that's really really important and uh it's something that is uh something that affects you your whole life i know i was bullied when i was a little girl when i was in fifth grade and the teachers were very kind of about it you know they had a very kind of boys will be boys sort of attitude about it and so my parents were like fine i'm not having my daughter in your school (laughs) yeah i mean thank goodness you have parents that are like that yeah yeah i mean it's so hard for kids who, you know, don't have any other options. It's the only place they can go, and yet they go there and they're attacked every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, let's talk about, so this movie, uh, this weekend, there's a movie on UpTV that is airing called Undercover Angel. And uh, this was shot in 2016, is that correct? Uh, that's, I think that's correct, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, with yeah. <laughs> When you were when you were a, a, a small one, when you were a wee, wee child, wee, wee child, <laughs> yeah, you're like wow. Those Simpler times. We weren't all quarantined then. <laughs> That's right. That's true. That's very true. Um, so uh, yeah, but can you tell us a little bit about the film and and uh, your role? It is, I think, one of my I mean I say this about everything but it's one of my favorite movies I've ever been in because I love angels so Undercover Angel is about um a mom who's played by Catherine Isabel and her daughter who move into this new house and it's quite a fixer-upper like I think it kind of goes past the point of being a fixer-upper into you should not have moved into this house (laughs) but um they're trying to figure it out trying to make it work and so my character kind of sees how much her mom is hurting and how much she's trying to make it work just her um and so I wish upon a star for someone to send help and then an angel shows up and is the hand the heavenly handyman um and comes to you know help out help us fix this house and in the process of course there's some feelings between my mom and the angel played by Sean Roberts. Um, and they, Oh, the angel is the male. The angel is the male. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many like fun, sweet moments that just 
are very real. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. And a good cast. Definitely. I was, you know, it's. Britt Irvin. Anytime you get to work with someone new, it's like, oh, wow, I get to work with that person. And, you know, always learning so much just from everyone I meet. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And uh, the the director Stephen Moreau he's done a ton of stuff oh that must have been great that was incredible working with him I mean it was a while ago but um, like I said it sticks with you like everything you learn everything you do each time you're on something you grow maybe just a little bit maybe by leaps and bounds but definitely grew by leaps and bounds by on Undercover Angel (laughs) (laughs) that's great that's great uh, did you, you said there was, uh, was, was there any fun, like behind the scenes stuff that happened or there was, like there was definitely a lot of fun behind the scenes stuff. I mean, um, my favorite scene to film was the paint fight. Uh, there's a paint <laughs> scene in it. Uh-huh. Um, so we got to toss paint at each other. I ended up just grabbing the bucket and tossing that, but the stressful thing about it was we only had two takes to get it because oh, yeah. <laughs> they had to clean us up and they only had two different sets two of the same sets of our clothes so we had to get it in two takes and we did um <laughs> but that was kind of like okay everyone get changed okay we're coming back doing it we've got to get this like you know you don't have a second chance once we got on the next time and it was like okay <laughs> but, a little bit of pressure just a little, yeah. a little bit, a little bit. Did you have to get all out of your hair and stuff, or? Oh yeah, hair and makeup had. <laughs> hair, makeup, and wardrobe for that scene. They must have hated us. <laughs> I mean, it was scripted, but oh, think if I was in hair and makeup and I saw that scene written, and I'd be like, okay, not taking this job. Yeah. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> it was so funny. That is that is funny. Yeah. Um, I, I watched the the preview for um, the other day and. I think what's really nice about this, it's, I think it's more unique than some of the other um, like home improvement uh, storylines we've had because it's a mother and daughter actually moving in. It's not just two single people fixing up a house. So exactly, going to make it really fun. And, and um, I love the, the part in the preview and the mom's like, we have a fixer upper. And then your character's like, it's a disaster. <laughs> yeah, it's a disaster. And I think, yeah. like you said, it's very original. It keeps, you know, that heart that you get from those, like, family movies. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, has those classic moments. But everything is new. It's it's a beautiful story that hasn't been done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it sounds like a mixture of, yeah, like a home, kind of a home improvement type storyline uh, with a, um, like, someone like The Preacher's Wife or or uh, you know with there's with the angel almost it's a wonderful life kind of uh, an angel coming to help kind of a thing i would say that's actually really that's a really good way of describing it yeah <laughs> uh, i'm excited to see it i think it looks really good I'm so for everyone to see it i was so excited for it to air <laughs> <laughs> so we last time we gave you our regular questions and the interview so today you're going to get the christmas edition of Ooh. our questions so just because those are the only two we have <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, put on your festive cap. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. I've seen a hat around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so first question, what is your favorite holiday drink? Favorite holiday drink, peppermint hot chocolate. Mm, that sounds good. All right. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Oh, I love peppermint bark. I mean, as you can tell, there's a theme here of peppermint and chocolate. <laughs> yeah. But probably um, gingerbread cookies. Ah, very good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Oh, I love the, like Away in a Manger, Silent Night, Oh Holy Night. Those are mm -hmm. some of my favorites. Those are good. Very good. Do you have a, a favorite Christmas classic film? Like, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> so good. Very good. All right. What is your favorite holiday tradition? Favorite holiday tradition. I think my favorite holiday tradition that um, for my family, we always open one present on Christmas Eve and it's always a new pair of pajamas so that we go to bed on Christmas Eve and wake up in new pajamas on Christmas Day. And that's my favorite thing. It's just, it's our ritual. It's yeah. you know, every year we do that and it's, you know, Sometimes we'll get a book with it too. So we get to read a really good book. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Yeah, I like that tradition too. It, it makes for really nice little photo op. Definitely. <laughs> I think it's becoming a really popular tradition too. Yeah. I see a lot of people who do the, the pajamas the night before and, and yeah. they get their, yeah, their picture all together with their matching pajamas. <laughs> yeah. You can compare them to last year and be like, yeah, not as good. <laughs> or these are better. Dig up the fabric quality, but the pattern, not so much. Right. <laughs> My family is always hard because we have like such different ages. Because mm -hmm. we joke, my parents, uh, my parents kind of went in two batches. You know, we, we joke with them that you always burn the first batch. <laughs> you have to try again. Uh, <laughs> but because because I, I have um, uh, I have a sister that's uh, there's three of us that are kind of the older kids, and then. My mom had a baby when I was 10, when I was 16, and when I was um, 18. Oh, wow. And, uh, so, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> a big spread. <laughs> yeah, it was a big spread. <laughs> it, it made it kind of hard to do anything kind of as a family because you had like these little kids and then you had these teenagers slash young adults. <laughs> it's like, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, we tried to go someplace with the water. That was the one thing we all liked. That's true. Yeah, definitely yeah. going to be good for that. But uh, but anyway, it was sort of it was interesting. Uh, do you have a memorable Christmas gift that you either gave or received? Like, do you have your Red Rider BB gun? <laughs> my most memorable Christmas gift is my sister. A few days before Christmas, um, she made me a teddy bear, and my sister does not sew. She hates sewing. Um, but she made me this little bear that I very originally named Barry, um, <laughs> and he went under my arm. He was flat, so I put him under my arm, and I carried him under my arm through four new layers of skin for him because I wore him down um, for years, years and years. He, was, he stayed there, and it kind of hindered me because I'm left-handed, but he stayed under my left arm, and instead of, like, putting him aside when I need to reach for something. I just kind of reached like a T-Rex. <laughs> um, and it was very interesting. And, you know, um, 
there was one time going into a uh, into a movie I was just it was early morning I was getting in the shower I was so tired um and Barry was in the movie the pastor's wife he was one of my stuffed animals in it they saw him in the read-through and they were like oh we want that um <laughs> and I mean no copyright because he's hand he's handmade right and I walked into the shower with Barry still under my arm Aww. and then soaking wet and on that same same show they had to they had to blow dry him that day and then the director came up one time and he's like let's just let's just take the bear out from under your arm he can sit right here because I was trying to throw a ball um <laughs> with him still under my arm so it was again the t-rex thing I was not working but that would definitely be the most memorable oh that's <laughs> really sweet it's not even a build-a-bear it's like a real like she oh, like no, made she it corduroy out. she found some buttons and she sold them all up. That's impressive. That yeah. that really is. Uh, very good. Okay. So uh, which do you prefer, Scrooge or the Grinch? The Grinch. Okay. Clear lights or colored? Oh, clear lights. I like them to look like candlelight without actually <laughs> setting the tree on fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, snowball fight or build a snowman? Uh... Can I choose build a snowman and then it degenerates into a snowball fight? <laughs> All right. Has to be pretty snowy for yes. that, but I'll allow it because you're in Canada. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. Um, are you, would, you, would you say that you are a good gift wrapper or not? Oh, I'm a terrible gift wrapper. <laughs> I, I make my gifts as hard as possible to get into. So I will tape up every opening and once I think I put this most recent Christmas I was wrapping a gift for my sister and there was just like a part that was still open I didn't cut enough wrapping paper so I was like oh let's do another layer and then I realized I was like I could do a bunch of layers on this and she will never know how close she's getting so I I don't even know how many layers I did I was at it was over 20 and like certain parts through it I slipped little notes in saying, like, I bet you think you're getting close now, or how many more layers do you think there is? <laughs> that was That's pretty cute. Cool. I That's love that. <laughs> She's like, geez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it, it didn't, she, she was very shocked because she knew there were a few layers. I think there were, like, 10 layers. I told her, it was like, there's, like, 10 layers on there. And then the night before, I took it back again, and I put more layers on it in like all different like colors and stuff so when she woke up she was like this is a different gift than i saw and i was like yes it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like thank you uh okay uh so do you have an ugly christmas sweater i do have an ugly christmas sweater and i also have ugly christmas sweater pants um uh, what is that christmas i love everything christmas so much so it's at winners and i saw these pants that are like fuzzy like almost like a fuzzy sock but really cheap um and they're red with like white candy cane designs and then green like peppermint designs on them <laughs> in a like really odd pattern that makes me want to throw up looking at it so of course I have to buy it um and then I also have this sweater that's just this red like crew neck sweatshirt and it has this sparkly um, cat pasted onto it that's wrapped up in like a ball of Christmas lights. Um, <laughs> that's also incredibly ugly. So when you put those two together, it's just 
it's perfect yes <laughs> that sounds really good <laughs> that sounds very festive <laughs> so there we go you pass the test you answer oh, all the questions <laughs> so, very good uh so thank you so much lala for coming on and talking with us this is so much fun to catch up and hear how you're doing Oh, We're so glad. so much for having me back on. I love doing this. I was so excited when I heard. I was like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it, when hopefully we get our next star on Dara, we can have, we'll yes. have you back again <laughs> My for lips a third are time. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. So do you have social media you'd like to share? Yes. My all across Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, it's Lila Fitzgerald. Great. And Jess, what about you? Mine's more complicated. Mine's different for like everyone. Um, <laughs> but on Twitter, you can find me at jmbossy, B-O-S-S-E 77. Instagram, I'm at Jess at BSW blog, or you can check out my website, uh, beneathstillwaters.com. Great. And we'll have that all in the description. So <laughs> you can <all> remember <laughs> that. It's all there. Uh, and you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, everywhere. And uh, you can follow the podcast, the Homework is Pod and the Homework is Podcast, all of our social media and iTunes, YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. It really helps us a lot. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We sure appreciate that. We also have our patron group and we so much appreciate that support. And we have our, our merch store, which has all kinds of fun stuff. So check that out. And thanks again, Lila. We really, really appreciate it. And we'll talk, we'll talk again soon. Enjoy Happy quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Happy quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.